This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group, located right here in Ventura. Um, Hey, we got a good show this week because of our social security workshop coming up pretty quick here on the 16th and 17th of August. We're going to spend the next 30 minutes educating and enticing you on all the wonderful ideas of social security, but can't have that exciting conversation without my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. How are you doing and how excited are you to talk about social security? Well, guess what? I'm actually excited about it. It may not sound yeah. exciting to a lot of folks, but I know there are a lot of misconceptions out there and knowing when to file and knowing how much money, because I've been to the seminars, uh, the workshops that you do, uh, I know that you're going to let us know how we can save a lot of money or get a lot more money from Social Security. So that is exciting. I mean, obviously, uh, the more money I can have uh, in retirement, the better, right? You, you are spot on, my friend. There's there's a lot to Social Security. There's a lot of moving parts. Laws have changed over the last few years. So some of the things that you've heard, read about, maybe thought were part of your plan into retirement have probably changed and could be changing. And so that's why we spend so much time on the uh, Social Security education. But hey, we have a workshop coming up August 16th and 17th. It starts at 6.30, so we ask people to be there kind of around 6.15 but we hold them at VASE, the Ventura Adult Education Center down on Valentine Road in Ventura. But it is limited seating. You got to call in. You got to get on the list. If you call our office, 805-500-7035, you can get on our list. It's pretty easy. Our receptionist will email you directions to the workshop and everything you need to know before you show up. Also, if you're just not one of the kind that like to pick up the phone and do it that way, feel free to visit understandsocialsecurity.com. You can sign up for our social security workshops there. So there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. There's a lot of ways to sign up, but you are running out of time. This is happening this month on the 16th and 17th. Oh, wow. Well, here's the deal. Let's talk about this just a little bit uh, for the folks out there. Uh, tell us, is this is this something, obviously you said it. there's no cost, there's no obligation, uh, but you do have to reserve a spot because they, I know they fill up fast. And so it's going to fill up fast. But uh, what do I expect when I get there? Is this one of those things where you lure me in and then you're going to try to sell <laughs> me on something? Uh, good question, Tony. You know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day about it. And they loosely asked me a question like that. And I said, you know what? You're, you're spot on. What, what is a social security workshop to many people? It's a hour long meeting that is consisting of 15 minutes talking about some general ideas of social security, 30 minutes on why the stock market's bad and another 15 minutes on why you should buy an annuity. Uh, that's not what we do here. People, this is not a sales workshop. This is not an event to get you in, to trick you into something else. This is, 
between an hour and an hour and a half of sole social security spending. Besides me introducing myself for about 30 seconds in the beginning, we don't talk about our business, we don't talk about our firm, we don't talk about our practice. We talk solely about social security and giving you the information that you need to know to help start formalizing a social security decision. Because let's be fair, if you're retiring, if you're planning on taking social security, social security is absolutely the cornerstone of any retirement income plan. It's the first thing that you want to look at. It's the first thing that you want to organize and maximize. And then that's the building block for all the other moves you're going to make with your retirement income plan. So this is an important thing. You need to put the time in. You need to understand what you're doing. That's why we hold these free workshops. So if you want to be a part of that, August 16th and 17th here and get some good, strong knowledge, information, education on Social Security, Call us, 805-500-7035. Visit understandsocialsecurity.com. You can also sign up for the workshops there. Wow. Well, I think that's uh, amazing, and I think that sounds like a great opportunity. I know it's very educational, uh, and our our listeners, I'm sure they'll call and uh, reserve a spot. I know that you're so knowledgeable in Social Security, and you've been doing this uh, a long time, helping people maximize their benefits. And uh, even though you're not directly affiliated with the Social Security Administration uh, or any other government agency, you do have a lot of knowledge about Social Security. And, you know, I, even my I'm myself, Mike, as a future retiree, I want to have a sound understanding of it and how I can maximize those benefits. And having a stronger understanding of Social Security uh, might help calm anxiety and, and get us started on the right path to that retirement plan and, and our retirement income, right? Well, you're so right, Tony. I mean, one of the things we talk about in the workshop is how statistically most people run out and file for early Social Security at age 62. As soon as they can take it, they take it. Um, and the, the question always is, well, why do so many people run out and take it at 62? Is it the right answer? And that's why everybody's doing it, because everybody's so smart. What I found is most people run out and take Social Security because of emotional reasons. And I would say that the biggest emotional reason is the fear of the lack of understanding of it. Because you don't understand it, you think it's best just to take it because Social Security is not going to be there in the future or you're not going to live that long. Without putting in the education, the understanding of Social Security, most people are making very ill-timed decisions that will affect their spouses and affect their family. And so we try to put the education and information behind all of our decisions. doesn't mean it's an easy decision. Look, you know, to, to make the perfect Social Security decision, you need to go home to your calendar and circle the day of the month and the year that you would like to die. If we knew that, this would be super duper 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 easy to plan around. But we don't. And so what we have to do is we have to make informed decisions and we have to look at the math and look at the statistics and look at your situation and try to make a decision that is going to be efficient. And that is really what we focus on. I can tell you what, it's very rare that I have seen the run and take it at 62 as being the most efficient decision. Yeah. Well, yeah. And a lot of people do uh, file early at 62. Why, Why is that? Well, like I said, you know, people are emotional creatures and it's a, it's a number of things. One is when it comes to getting social security and money, people become selective and they say, well, wait a second. I don't think social security is going to be there forever. Therefore, I better go ahead and take it now. So get it while you can get it while it's hot. That's, that's certainly <laughs> one component of it. Yeah. 
Uh, the other one is, well, I'm not going to live forever. Um, you know, so if I pass away at 66, then it was a good thing I took it early. But you know what? I always kind of counter that theme to, well, what if you accidentally live too long? You know, what if you accidentally live longer than you think you might? You know, these are why we have to consider the most appropriate decisions. And two is the lack of education. Let's be fair. I get a lot of clients. I get a lot of people coming into my office that have financial planners that come to talk to me about social security. I find that scary. The fact that you have a paid for financial planner and you have to come ask Mike Mansfield what the best decision is. What are you paying for over there? A lot of information is misinformed, misunderstood, and I get it all the time. I have clients that walk in here all the time that say, my planner told me to go ahead and take it at 62. That probably was the right decision. Well, how did you guys derive that answer? And there was no in-depth analysis. There was no in-depth anything. That's just the kind of the cookie cutter answer. And so we want to be careful with cookie cutter because remember, how many chances do you have to file Social Security correctly, Tony? Um, well, I don't know uh, how many. You only get one, my friend. Now, uh. <laughs> there is a there is a uh, there's a do a over option, rule. right? Yeah, there's a do over rule, but the do over rule that the Social Security Administration offers is what I would consider rather useless. And what I mean is, technically, the way the laws have changed in the last number of years, it says if you file for Social Security. Within the following year, if you decided you made a bad Social Security decision, you can pay back all of your benefits and rescind your application. So let's think about that in practice for a second, okay? You come see Mike Mansfield. You come to my workshop on June, or gosh, August 16th and 17th. We have this nice conversation. You just filed a year ago, and you've decided you made a poor time decision. So you say, Mike, what am I supposed to do? And my answer is probably along the lines of, you're probably out of luck. And the reason being is, think about this. You've you've been collecting for a year. You've pocketed, let's say, $20,000. So in order to undo everything, you'd have to write the Social Security Administration a check for twenty grand. You would then go through my timing and strategy process, which who knows, maybe could take a few years before you even started collecting again. And then now you're collecting a higher amount, but it's going to take you that much longer to even recoup the 20 grand you had to pay back. It's a total mess, total mess. So in Mike's opinion, once you filed, you've kind of filed. So you only get one chance to really effectively do this correctly without having a major mess on your hands. Mm. So what does that mean? Plan first, do later. What what do they say in the in the construction world? How many you know you got to measure twice before you cut. Same yep. deal here. You know everybody's just out there they're cutting. You know they're taking their social security and then evaluating it later and saying, oh gosh, I wish I had waited. Oh gosh, I wish I had done something differently. This is something that needs to be a prudent, well thought out decision. And there's a lot to it. The laws have changed. I mean, gosh, November 2015. President Obama came out with the bipartisan budget agreement that just annihilated half of all the cool spousal strategies that everybody had. The file and suspends. It, it greatly reduced the, the ability of people to use restricted applications and all these lump sum benefits and all these other options. So we're in a, in a time where you need to be very aware and very conscious of what your social security plan looks like. 
And you also need to stay up and work with somebody, work with a financial planner that stays abreast of all the new laws and all the new changes because that can impact you too. When those, when the bipartisan budget agreement came out in 2015, we had many, many, many clients that we had projected plans based on the strategies previous to that that we were going to use. And we had to go back through and update and change everything. And you know what? People lost money. For people that could no longer do the file and suspend strategy, I can think of three or four people that essentially lost out on $60,000 of Social Security benefits because of the law change. Wow. That's right. Huge. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that could, really is, impact, that could really impact somebody's retirement right there. Well, totally, because when you lose that sixty grand, Tony, from the Social Security planning, what do you got to do? You got to find it somewhere else. It comes out of your own pocket now. So I hope you have an extra sixty grand floating around to to make your dream complete. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. So, well, we need to know about these uh, things and how to maximize our Social Security benefits and not miss out. Uh, on some of these strategies. So uh, this is a great conversation to have, but we have to take a quick break here. Mike, is there anything else you want to add before we do? No, I think I just want to reinforce everybody. If you want to come to our social security workshop, it's August 16th and 17th. It starts at 6.30 PM. We hold them at the adult or Ventura Adult Education Center, which is down on Valentine Road. It's called VASE. Um, it's right there next to Ivy Lawn Cemetery and all that. You've all seen it on the freeway when you drive by. Maybe you just never noticed it before. But, hey, call our office, 805-500-7035. Call our office. You can get on the list. When someone answers the phone, just say, hey, I'm calling for the Social Security Workshop. I heard about it on the radio. If you don't want to call the on the phone, Go to our website, understandsocialsecurity.com, understandsocialsecurity.com. You can pick the date you want. You can submit your information, and we'll get you everything you need to go to be on the, the roster and make it to the workshop. Like I said, there's no sales. There's no conversation. We're not going to talk about the stock market. We're not going to talk about annuities. We're not going to talk about our firm. We're going to talk about Social Security, and there's about 10 minutes on Medicare just because Medicare is a is a kind of the ugly sister of Social Security. They they go hand in hand. So it's a good workshop. There's a lot of information. It will help start building a template for you to make your own decisions in retirement. So give us a call, 805-500-7035, and we will be right back after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary guides to proper retirement planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Mike Mansfield of The Lind Group and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Michael, Social Security is a hot topic right now because all these baby boomers out there are on the, the verge of retirement. And Social Security has a huge impact on that retirement planning. 
but the difference between the least amount you can receive and the most is a is huge, right? On the monthly benefits, yeah, it's pretty yeah. significant. You know, it's it's amazing how when you look at the national average of what people collect in Social Security, it's somewhere around thirteen hundred or fourteen hundred dollars a month. Um, you know, and you say, gosh, you know, how does a retiree live on that amount of money? That's pretty tight. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, if you looked at what the max Social Security is on a monthly benefit, um, someone who fully paid into Social Security as of 2017 could be receiving approximately $2,700. But that's just 100% of your Social Security. There's now all these rules and all this math on if you take early Social Security at 62 or you take late Social Security at 70. And it's all calculated out. It's all perfect. Basically, if you took your full amount, which is when you, everyone gets their report card, now that they're the black report cards when you get them in the mail, if you're looking at the first page, upper right-hand corner, there's a number. That number is the amount that you're entitled to at your full retirement age. Your full retirement age is based on your date of birth. Commonly for many people right now, that's age 66. And then it's kind of graded from age 66 to age 67. So the theme is that's 100% of your Social Security. If you were to wait, though, for example, from 66, if that was your full retirement age, if you said, I don't want that number, the Social Security Administration actually likes that. They give you something magical. They call it a delayed retirement credit. And what that says is for every year that you don't take your Social Security past 66, your benefit will grow at a guaranteed 8% per year. Meaning, if you waited all the way until age 70, you can add an extra 32% onto your Social Security check. So the most you could get out of Social Security is 132% of whatever that number was on the front of your uh, report card. Conversely, if you're just kind of trigger happy, part of the 50 percenters that want to run out and take Social Security early, you're going to take 25% off the top of that number. At age 62, you only get 75% of what you're entitled to. And that's the, you know, that's the argument. You take it early, you get less. That's why you all need to be extremely conscious about how you make these decisions. You need to be very careful of when you take it because, you know, we've talked about this before, Tony. It's not always about you. You know, oftentimes people run out and take social Wait, security when it, I know. It's, okay, it's all about you, but it's not all about them. The, the idea is with Social Security planning, we have to put a huge emphasis when you're married and have a significant other. We have to do spousal planning. Because remember, in its simplicity, even though the, the math is a little more complicated, in its simplicity, when one spouse passes away, and you each were getting a social security benefit, the smaller of the two benefits goes away and the higher remains. There are some caveat rules to that, depending on government pensions and other things, but we're not even going to get into that. But we will get into it in our workshop on the 16th and 17th, so you better call and get on the list if you want to know about that. But the idea is um, the higher of the two remains. So if you both run out and take early social security because you're too trigger happy and you didn't know what to do, and then one spouse passes away, so you lose one of the paychecks and you took your Social Security earlier, you are being very detrimental to your loved one because remember, your loved one has to survive behind you. Statistically, you know, 
someone's going to outlive someone, right? We're not going to hold hands and die on the same day. And because of that concern, we want to make sure that we're maximizing survivor social security benefits. I have to admit, in every meeting that I have, that has always been when I ask people, well, what were you thinking about doing before we start discussing it? That is never a big part of the conversation. People don't even realize to think that far ahead and consider what an impact ill-timed social security planning can have on their spouse or loved one. So we put a huge emphasis on that stuff. In fact, survivorship benefits to me are probably the most important benefit to consider because it's not about us now. It's about how we're protecting the household in the future. And a big part of that is when we start taking our benefits. Yeah. Uh, and there are many strategies, though, that we can use to increase those benefits, correct? Well, that's totally true, Tony. And we've been talking about them over the years. I would say the, the one bummer to that, the one caveat is, you know, based on some of the government law changes in the last couple of years, all a, a portion of the great, great, great things we did with Social Security planning have been diminished. Um, but I think what that reinforces for us is why we need to plan that much harder now because we have less access to as many filing options. We need to be more diligent, more effective and plan a little harder with what we're going to do to maximize the tools we still have in place. It, you know, if that's taking spousal benefits, ex-spouse benefits, uh, you know, widow benefits, um, I mean, I have a married couple right now. We just filed a widow benefit that, that the lady is getting from her ex-husband who's deceased. But if you file at a certain age and you've been married for a certain period of time, those are things that you can have access to that no one ever knew before. I mean, it's very powerful. So there's still so many things to plan and consider. The problem is, is everybody's situation is unique. So as much as you come to our workshop, oftentimes we need to talk one-on-one -on -one to really drill down on your individual situation and the things that you need. If you have ex-spouses, current spouses, if someone has passed away, those impact things. If you have a government-style pension, you are a state teacher, or you're a police officer, something of that nature, those can have different issues and, and impacts on your social security planning strategy. So it's everything that we need to organize and map out. You know, we're, we're, we're coming up on the end here in, in a few minutes, and, and I just, 2017 is an interesting year. We, we've seen some stuff changing with Social Security that, <laughs> I, see, I'm laughing. I'm already laughing at my own <laughs> joke, you know, that, that's been a little laughable, I would say. I mean, for example, you know, Tony, I feel like last time we had a Social Security um, uh, show that we hosted here, we were talking about the cost of living adjustments. Hey. You know, Social Security is supposed to increase with inflation, right? You know, cost of living adjustments. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in the 80, gosh, what are we at? Year 87, maybe 88, 87 years Social Security has been in existence. There's only been like three years where there was no cost of living adjustments made. And interestingly enough, those three years have all happened since 2010. So, in the history of Social Security, there was always consistent cost of living adjustments. Your paycheck was always creeping up relative to inflation. Hey, um, this year, 2017, there was a cost of living adjustment. So hooray, everybody. We're back to getting our paychecks increasing. Any idea what the cost of living adjustment was this year, Tony? Um, I know a couple of years ago it was zero, and maybe it was yeah. 1% or 2%. 0.3% <laughs> for 2017. 0.3. Not even a full... Not even a half so, a percent. So. Thank you, government. <laughs> Inflation that, is back to stay. Look at that. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's uh that doesn't cover actual inflation increases. That's what's No, sad. no, no, no. Well, yeah. what they do is it's interesting. They use the consumer price index, but then they use they everybody's always very selective with things. So it's not just the consumer price index. They do an overlay. They call it the CPIW, which is like the consumer price index for um I think it's urban wage earners and like clerical workers. So it's a skewed index in the way that they calculate inflation, which I have a mystery feeling is probably beneficial to the government. But anyways, no witch hunts here. Yeah. Now, what's funny is the last time I read about the the cap on Social Security taxes, the title of the article was The Rich Are Going to Pay More. And I thought that that was a funny article because if you make 120 grand, you are now considered rich. So congratulations. Wow. That yeah. seems odd. The, the max benefit increased this year up 50 bucks to almost $2,700 a month for 100% social security at your full retirement age. So that's interesting. And then also the other caveat thing that we look at is, is in order to even earn social security, you have to earn credits. Tony, do you know how many credits you need to qualify for social security? Um, I don't. I, I know that you have to have uh, third. Well, you don't have to, but uh, they... They calculate it based on 35 years of your highest working years. Very true. Very true. So so if this was a ABC multiple choice question, you would have failed because that has nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> true. True. You can't give me a, I don't know. You can't Is give me a different answer to something ten? else. Ten? <laughs> 10 credits? 10 credits is not the answer. In order to qualify for full social security, you need 40 credits. You can earn up to four credits a year. Basically, it takes 10 years to qualify uh, for full social years. security. Yeah. You were thinking, yeah, 10 years. Got it. But to that theme, what is a credit? A credit is a dollar amount. See, oftentimes people have a little misconception. They think a credit is a time period. It's every quarter, every three months is a credit for me. It's a dollar amount that you have the ability to earn each quarter. That dollar amount increased in 2017 from uh, $1,260 to $1,300. So, Basically, you need to earn $1,300 four times a year. So essentially, what is that? 1,300 times four. So once you've made $5,200 in a given year over those different quarters, you would max out your four credits for the year. It takes 10 years to earn your full Social Security benefits. Now, you brought up a great point, though, earlier, and that is just because you qualify for social security, how long does it take when they start figuring out what your benefits going to be? And it takes 35 years of earnings. So that's what we were talking about. But Hey, we've covered a lot of ground. We've hit on a lot of little points here and there. Come to our social security workshop, August 16th and 17th. Call our office 805-500-7035. Visit understandsocialsecurity.com to sign up if you want hour and a half-ish of material. We're going to get into a lot of detail. We're going to give you all the ins and outs. We're going to help you make informed decisions, and that's exactly what you need. But we're wow. out of time here, so call our office, 805-500-7035. As always, Tony, it's a pleasure talking to you, man, and we will be back same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and the Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 